Thank you for joining us today on Real Talk with Matt and Carrie. Our hope is that as you listen, you would be encouraged, challenged, and maybe even have some laughs with us. So sit back and get ready for Real Talk with Matt and Carrie. Hey, welcome back to the Real Talk with Matt and Carrie podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm Carrie. And this is episode number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Can you believe we are nine episodes into our podcast? I can because we've spread them out quite a bit. Well, that's true. We have, but... um, It's been fun. It's hard to get in the same room with you. It is. At the same time. At the office. At the office. Right. That's true. Yeah. Because we are in the same room. Every night. N- every night, not in a recording studio. Right. Or my office, actually. This is, yeah. I try to. That sounded it, really professional. It sounded official and professional, but it's actually not. We're, we're hauled up in the corner of my office at work. Yep. But it's cool. It is cool. It's cool. And I like our new setup because we can stare at each other while we're talking my favorite thing mm. to stare at guys you. we want to say thank you so much for those of you who have been listening to the podcast we do know that we have uh four fans <laughs> four, four. yes uh, okay in addition to our moms right i don't know four, if your mom listens four f- <sighs> or my mom way to make me feel good i don't really know if they podcast Well, they don't have to podcast. All they have to do is listen to it. I don't know if they do that. Anyway, thank you to the four of you that are listening. We are going to jump into part three of our parenting uh, talks here. And uh, again, guys, listen, Carrie and I do not believe that we are experts at any of this, but we do have some experience. If this is your first time listening, um, we have been parents now for 16 years, Yes, 16 years and two months. In fact, indeed. Can you believe that? No, it's been a long time, it's but also awesome. feels longer sometimes. Yeah, it does. You know, we were, we were literally sitting at the kitchen table this morning, getting ready to getting the kids ready, uh, get ready for work. And, uh, and Carrie was, was looking at a project that our youngest had done. She had to do a timeline of her life. And, and so we had baby pictures all over the place. And, and I saw Carrie get this weird look on her eye that I hadn't <laughs> seen in, in a while. And she says, I just love babies. And we just, we just have the cutest babies. We did. We did. It's so sad now, though, when you look at them and they're huge and smelly. Like, yeah. you remember when they were, had little hands, and they were so sweet, and now they're like, your food's disgusting. I'm not eating that. <laughs> <laughs> That's my uh, that, pretty that, regular pet peeve. That with literally kids. happened last night, and just about every other night. Every day at, of my life. Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> So um, so we were doing a little reminiscing and, and talking through parenting and things like that. And, and so the thing that we want to talk to you about today is the greatest mistake that we think parents make. That we've uh, made, too. Well, and that's the thing. We know that and we believe that because yeah. it's been our experience. So, babe, right. do you want to tell them what the greatest mistake is? Yes. So we've kind of narrowed it down to a broad mistake that has a lot of repercussions. And it's saying yes to the wrong things and no to the right things. Right. And not really identifying what season of life you're in 
and also thinking ahead to the repercussions those yeses are going to have. Right. We think that the most dangerous thing to do as a parent is to say yes or no to the right or wrong things. Right. So it's really important for us as parents to be tuned in, number one, with one another mm-hmm. or uh, you know, whoever the parents of our children, uh, parents of our children are, we need to be tuned in with one another right. and the season of life that we're in, so that in the right seasons we can say yes to the right things, also say no to the right things, and not get caught up in saying yes or no to the wrong things. And you know, we we kind of got roped into other people's opinions of what sh- we should be doing and other we were kind of looking around at well, everybody else is doing this. And so we got locked into something for about eight years that really was a strain on our family. Which is one of the major dangers of parenting your kids is parenting them like everybody else. I know one of the things that our kids hate when we say, and I used to hate it when my mom would say this too, is because uh, you know, kids' classic line is, well, everybody else, everybody else is, everybody else is. And, and we always say, well, we're not everybody else's parents. Right. And everybody else aren't our kids. Right. And so we're going to parent the way that we feel like we're called to parent. Yeah. And parents, let me encourage you. It's okay to say that. No matter how annoying your kids think it is, and no matter how annoying you thought it was as a child. And you when, even feel annoying when you oh say it. Oh, my gosh. And that that nagging voice of your mother is in the back of your <laughs> head, and you're thinking, oh, my gosh, I have become my mom I or th- my I dad. I said I'd never do this. But the oh, big, isn't the, that the worst? It is. The, when you recognize that you're doing something you thought you'd never do. But the seasons of your kids' lives demand you to change and shift. And we've talked about that before about your parenting. But really the thing that we did that caused us to have some serious reflection the last couple months was um, select sports. Ooh, select select sports. Dun, dun, dun. And, and really we got roped into it in Georgia, and it was very flattering because we had literally had coaches recruiting Cooper to come and play baseball for At them. seven years old. He was seven, and, and we... Um, they, I can remember... It, it was it was for his seven year old year, but they came when he was six. Yeah, and I can remember coaches lining the fences to watch him play t ball. Yeah, people in Nebraska don't understand. If you're listening in Nebraska, <laughs> you have no point of reference. If you're listening in Illinois or uh, any of those state, the other states that we have lived in, you have no point of reference yeah. for this. Literally. T-ball, it's coaches serious. came to watch him play yeah. and made us an offer for him to play on their team after the game. Right. But, you know, it was crazy. What we, what we did is we felt the pressure that if we didn't allow him to play that, he somehow would be at a disadvantage, would be at a disadvantage to play baseball. So, and, and, you know, you act like they're going to get drafted to the MLB. Yeah. Well, and, that's – and. That's and how you that's, feel. Like that's it's so how much you pressure. Feel. There's pressure, <laughs> but you know what? It's not just with. It's not just with select sports. It, it's also with music programs or different uh, theater programs or or the arts and things like that. You feel like you have to get your kids exposure that are going to put them above the competition mm-hmm. and give them an advantage over everybody else that they're doing life with. Right. 
And for some families, it may work. But for us, it was really a strain because not only did Cooper play, but Eli played and Emery played. And it was a strain on our family because we were split every weekend. One of them was alone. You and I were split with the other two. Yeah. And financially, it was it was a burden. Crazy. It was a drain. And here's here's the thing, you know. And we're not we're not here to talk good or bad necessarily about uh, select sports. We will do a podcast about select sports or uh, specialty programming for your kids at a later time. That's not necessarily what we're talking about here. What we're talking about is saying yes to the right things in the right seasons for the right reasons or saying no to the right things in the right season for the right reason. Because here's what saying yes to select sports when Cooper was seven did to us. It put us in a position where we then had to say, well, okay, if it's yes for Cooper, then does it have to be yes to Eli? And does it have to be yes to Emery? Well, we didn't know that in that moment of saying yes, that we were going to have another child later on Mm -hmm. who has never really been afforded the opportunity to do anything because we were so busy Mm -hmm. saying yes to her older siblings that we've consistently had to say no to her for other things. Well, and I think that's, that's really the reflection that I've had is over being so overly busy with your family that you're on the go constantly nonstop. You really have very limited family time at home or even just being together because you're running around like crazy, you know, every single day. And, and our kids, what we've recognized is we, and us included, really struggle to understand how to have downtime right? and how to have family time that's not revolved around going, 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 going. Yeah, an event, you know, but then when we think back over the years, like some of our favorite moments were times when we did just go for a walk to the park Mm -hmm. or, you know, we just went and hung out. We were in the basement having family movie night or something, which those have been rare because of that, because we're never home. And so I think that's really the caution is just not to overschedule your family in such a way that you don't ever have time to connect. And that's so that's just that's one example for us where we said yes, probably to the right thing in the wrong season. And we were afraid to say no in the that same thing after we had already said yes. Exactly. Like we felt like it was so important to be at every practice, to be at every game. We can't go on vacation because we don't want to miss a tournament. Like he's eight. We can miss a tournament. You know, now looking back, we haven't done the trips we wanted to do and we didn't take the kids to do things that we had always talked about doing. And now they're 16 and 14 and almost 10. And it's like, okay, did we miss those opportunities in those seasons? So on the flip side of this, maybe you are, you're not a sports family. You, you didn't play sports yourself. You don't really see the value of it. Um, and so you, you might would be a person that says no to those things. I would encourage you to take a look at getting your kids involved in a, a rec sport. Because one thing that I'm really, really thankful that we did is, and, and it was kind of our hand was forced because of the school that our kids went to, but neither one of us are musically inclined. Mm-hmm. And so one thing that I'm really, really happy that we did is each of our kids, while they were in middle school for three years, they had to play an instrument. Mm-hmm. 
And so I never played an instrument. I'm not musically inclined at all. Um, and, and, and our kids aren't particularly wired that way either. But they have the exposure and have had the opportunity to be able to play an instrument. Right. Uh, the boys both played trumpet for three years. And then uh, Emery played. She did a few different things. What did things. she play? She did violin. And then she did clarinet she explored she didn't really find Uh, her niche you know she didn't find her niche but you know what she's got that exposure and so and i'm really pleased that she did but in 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 certain areas and in place of life that's something that we would have said no to because that wasn't how we were wired right so it's not about saying you know just no because that's not me it is and and so i say all that to say you know it's important for us to get our kids exposures that maybe are outside their comfort zone or outside of our comfort and outside side of our comfort zone. Yeah. And really being just intentional on thinking through how is this going to affect our family? You know, even if our kids are desperate to do something, you know, because we have a few things that we've said no to, um, consistently and they were the right things we believe for our family to say no to because of the values that we have. And one of those things that we've always said no to is spend the nights. Babe, nobody knows what spend the nights are. It's where you spend the night. <sighs> They're called sleepovers. It's called a sleepover. <laughs> well, now we sound like those weird people that spend the nights. They don't do spend the nights. We don't do spend the we nights. We don't do sleepovers. <laughs> we don't do sleepovers. We don't. And it's something, honestly, that we decided. <laughs> uh, man, I think. We decided before Before we had had kids kids. that we would not do sleepovers. And a lot of it was because we had kids young. We were 22 and we had Cooper. And we both remembered very well that all of the trouble we got in in high school and middle school was when we were spending the night away from home. Well, maybe not all of the trouble. All of the trouble that I got in. (laughs) I can tell you this, You were always in trouble. I was pretty consistently in trouble. And... All of it stemmed from something that I learned mm-hmm. or engaged in. And being exposed to things. Yes. Because the truth is you do not know what happens behind the closed doors of people's homes. No, you don't. Even if you go to church with them, even if they are a wonderful family, even if you see them every sporting event you ever go to or every musical concert, you do not know what goes on at people's homes. That's true. And so that was kind of because we are pastors, because we've been in ministry so long, we do know some of the things unsuspectingly that we would never have imagined that go on in people's homes. And we just made that decision. Like, you know what? It's our responsibility to protect our kids. Right. And that's what we decided. Absolutely. For our family. And that's, and that's one thing that you guys have to understand for the four of you that are listening is, <laughs> <laughs> is we're not trying to talk you into or out of anything. We're just trying to help encourage you to set a standard for your family, okay? These are just our experiences. Um, And and you you could say yes to select sports, but your son or daughter's team may only commit to 30 games in a softball or baseball season. And some of y'all are like, oh my gosh, 30 games. Well, compared to the 100 that one of our kids was playing, uh, that's very little, right. you know? Um, and so and so that's, that's the thing. You know, we were committing to 150, 170 games. Uh, between the bet- kids. Between, the, between all three of these kids because of the crazy schedules that they were committing to. Okay, so... Um, 
So we're not saying yes, that you, you have to say no to what we said no to and, and yes to what we said yes to. Right. But we're trying to challenge you and encourage you, figure out what it is for your family right. and the pace of life that you want to live yeah. and the season of life that you're in. Because we paid dearly mm-hmm. uh, by saying yes to select sports. Uh, one thing that I don't think that we've paid for at all is saying no to sleepovers no. or spend the nights. Spend the nights. You know, we've, we, we've we paid, paid for, for with that. a little attitude from the kids, but honestly, even because we've just set that standard, they know that's that's what it is. And so right. at this point, the big kids don't even ask right. to stay over. They know you can go. Absolutely. But I'll come kick I'll come pick you up at eleven, eleven thirty yeah. or whatever. So we're not we're not helicopter parents either where we say our kids can't go anywhere or do anything. Right. But we we let them go and have the experience and we pick them up. Like our time is normally eleven. But ten thirty, eleven. Yeah, because you well, know now that they're getting older. Yeah, now that they're getting older. But it's important just to have values, things that you know as a family, we have these values. And this is how we're going to do that. This is how we're going to align our activities, align our time, because there's something that every parent knows. Even as I was looking at Lila Jane's timeline, it's gone so fast. Oh, my goodness. And you can't even <laughs> imagine the things that we thought we would have done by now that we haven't had time right. to do. We're officially those old people that look at the young people around us mm-hmm. and say, cherish every moment because it's going to go so quickly. Well, when you see your oldest <laughs> drive away by oh, himself, man. it's is awesome. amazing. But it's also awesome. you think, man, I remember him walking around with his little purple blanket and his teddy bear. You know yeah. what I mean? Like... Like yesterday, I just had to wipe that dude's butt, <laughs> you know, like, and now it's like, you smell, oh, uh, thank God I don't have to come anywhere near that butt anymore. <laughs> you know, I mean, honestly, that's, that's where life is for us. It right is. Now. But I think it's just really important to know that you have to decide what for your family is going to be yeah. a good idea to set for values. And what, what do you need to say yes to? What do you need to say no to? But do that thinking about the long-term effects that it's going to have. And don't be talked into things because everybody else is doing it. Yeah, please don't do that. Do yourselves a favor. Uh, Set some standards. Have a backbone. Decide between you and your your spouse, you and, um, you know, your, your child's father or mother. What are we going to do for the sake of our child, mm-hmm. you know, and to and to and to help mold them and shape them into the the young man or woman that we want them to be based on the standards of our house and in uh, in our lives. So right. um, that's what's important. We think, um, you know, again, we would never dream of telling you what to do or what to say yes or no to. But find out what it is between you, what it is you're going to say yes to and what you're going to say no to in the right season for the right reason in the right way. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for joining us on episode number nine, Parenting Part Three. Three. We're going to keep these parenting parts coming because it's something that we're right in the middle of and we are passionate about. We think that... um, it just matters. It, it matters. just absolutely matters. Well, and like we said so, on, I think, the first episode, you don't get good kids on accident. Yeah. We've got to be intentional. intentional in our parenting. So thank you so much for joining us. Hopefully you'll be back next week or whenever it is that we put out episode <laughs> 10. 
We love you. We so appreciate you. And we look forward to being able to spend some more time with you. Yes. On this podcast. On this podcast. Real Talk with Matt Matt and Carrie. Carrie. I'm Matt. I'm Matt. I'm Carrie. We'll talk to you soon. (laughs) (laughs) Later. Thank you again for joining us today on Real Talk with Matt and Carrie. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on upcoming episodes.